Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, a pleasant good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Haas here in studio. Bobby Bear will join us from the Silver Slipper and Mike Dettelier as well. The Towards the end of the show, as we talk a little bit about the NFC South and the Monday night game, which involves the second one anyway, two teams that the Saints will play. But head coach Dennis Allen joins us now after week two, and, and it's been probably the most back-to-back crazy two weeks of football that I have seen in some time. Coach, well, first off, welcome to the show as always. I appreciate you guys having me. So. Give us, give me a situation or give me a sense of kind of what the message was to the team today. You mentioned this afternoon that you talk to them all the time, and it's about what keeps you from winning in this league. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, well, look, I mean, I think uh, before you can really figure out how to win in this league, you got to know what keeps you from uh, keeps you from winning, and and uh, you know, turning the ball over, um, penalties. Uh, things of that nature, um, you know, giving up explosive plays and things like that. Those those are things that that keep you from from winning in our league. And so um, there were some instances where we have to be better. We got to be better as coaching staff. We got to be better as players. And you know, it's it's things that we talk about um, all the time uh, because I think that's the most important thing is just figuring out you know what what's going to keep you from winning. When you're talking about uh, having sus- uh, sustained success and obviously possessing the football. Uh, I thought this is one area. We've been outstanding on defense uh, when you look at the percentage. Uh, they've been out uh, overall, they, whether it's Atlanta or Tampa Bay, they, they've not been able to convert on third down, but it's not been the case for our offense. I thought uh, this was ironic uh, that uh, I think it was back-to-back games like we 4 of 13, 31%. I know that has to be unacceptable in your eyes, uh, when you're trying to have sustained drives. And, and that's something um, in a Sean Payton, Pete Carmichael type offense, that has not been a problem. We've been in the top three, if not number one, on third down offense, but we've gotten off to a slow start as far as sustaining drive and converting on third down. Yeah, look, that's certainly the case. We we haven't been as good on third down as, as, as we need to be, and, and we will be. Um, it's an area that we, we constantly are working on and, and trying to improve on. Um, I think, you know, part of the uh, part of the, th- the the situation, you know, just really overall in terms of the passing game is, as I think, um, it's still a little bit of a work in progress. You know, Jameis missed significant time in training camp. Um, you know, Mike Thomas is 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 coming back now, but but yet they haven't had a chance to work together a lot. You know, Jarvis Landry is is a new addition to our football team. Um, Chris Olave, a new addition to our football team. And so I just think there's a little bit of work to do still in the passing game. Um, and, and certainly we're going we're gonna to continue to work to improve in that area. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, what happened in this regard? Now, I think our defense bounced back and it didn't uh, come back to hurt us. But, man, it's a dogfight. It's like three to three. And then at that time the turnover margin is, is like at zero uh, considering um, – uh, you know, Mark Ingram, uh, you know, you cannot fumble in the red zone or goal line. Uh, really, you can't fumble I- any time. Uh, but instead of being on the plus side, uh, we end up being zero. But uh, but minus four, the turnover margin for the game, minus three for the season. I, I know you know we got to be on the plus side. 
But what happened as uh, in the latter part of the third quarter, beginning in the fourth quarter, that, uh, it, look, it's up for grabs. Who's going to win the game? Uh, what, what happened with the 12 men on the fourth down? Uh, why, what was the substitution problem with that and what occurred then? Even though Aldi was just able to stop them, but what happened uh, to give them another chance? Yeah, look, we were fortunate that we that we came back and basically, um, you know, stopped them in three plays after that. And so it was a, a, a significant penalty, um, you know, in terms of uh, altering the game. Um, look, it's one of those situations where you're in, in, a, in, a, in a backed up situation. It's fourth and one. Um, we wanted to get to put our defense stay out there um, and and. Um, we just had a little bit of a miscommunication in terms of who was supposed to be out there, um, and and that you know it's unfortunate that it happened. It's an area that we got to still work to improve, and and um, um, you know I hate that it happened. It pisses me off, but but uh, but we we got to move on from it. Coach, it's that's kind of what Bobby was talking about as he talked about the fourth quarter and, and kind of that strange game that I was talking about, and that in the first and third quarters. You had four drives combined, so two in each, and then six drives in the fourth quarter. And there'll be so much emphasis this week on on the interceptions and on the turnovers. I kind of wanted to talk about the first and third quarter because they were long drives. You, those, those four drives I talked about, you held it for almost 14 minutes, got the field goal in the first, and you know we know what happens with, with that Ingram fumble in the third. But that was when you kind of owned the clock, but it's about, I guess, making the most of your opportunities when you had them and, and you weren't able to. Yeah, look, certainly um, we we, uh, we had a couple of drives there that were really good, productive drives in terms of our ability to move the ball. I thought we ran the ball really well in this game against a really good run front. Um, I thought that was encouraging to see. Um, you know, we get the ball down there in the, in the uh, you know, first drive, take the ball right down the field. Um, you know, we just had a, a you know, we didn't quite uh, – connect on a on a pass play there on third down where where we had an opportunity to convert a first down and uh so we had to settle for the field goal there and then again we're driving again in the third quarter and Mark has a hell of a run and um look it it was not a situation where he was being careless with the football they did a good job of punching the ball out but 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 that can't happen in that area of the field and so it really became you know ultimately you know, we're going to come out of there with, with probably, you know, worst-case scenario, three points in a game that was 3-3 three to three at that time. And so um, that was a game that I felt like points were at a premium, and it's one of the things that we talked about uh, when we get into the red zone. The number one goal is to come away with points, and, and uh, we didn't do that. We'll have more with Saints head coach Dennis Allen later on in the show. We will have special teams coordinator, also his assistant head coach, Darren Rizzi. This is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss and Bobby Bear, along with head coach Dennis Allen joining us as well. And coach, just take me through your vantage point of the play in the fourth quarter, 3-3 tie. It's actually well after the play, The what happened on the field with which began with Leonard Fournette, but it's never the first guy. It's always the retaliation. Take take me through what you saw from where you were uh, with the fight or brawl, whatever you want to term it. Well, look, uh, you know, I, I kind of caught a little bit of the tail end of it. Um, uh, you know, obviously we had made a made a big third down stop, and 
we were getting our punt return team out onto the field. Um, as you see it later on, you know, obviously uh, Lattimore makes a really good play on the sideline. It was it was really good coverage. Um, they obviously thought there should have been some sort of foul called. Um, you know, their sideline was, was kind of chirping a little bit, and, and, and I think uh, I think Lattimore responded a little bit in terms of uh, just responding vocally back to them or, or Tom Brady coming down to argue for a call. And um, next thing I know, Leonard Fournette's, you know, taking a shot at, at Marshawn and, and, and Marshawn retaliates, which he knows he, he can't do that. Um, uh, but I think what happened after that, you know, um, certainly doesn't belong in our game. That is the Mike Evans, and who will was ejected with Marshawn, but he will be suspended uh, for next week as well. Go ahead, Bobby. Uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, fans have asked me this: that considering um, the injuries they had on the offensive line, that uh, I, I know you challenging the defense. This is totally unacceptable. Uh, that in two games uh, we have one sack, and then on the offensive side we've given up ten sacks in two games. But they've asked me, why didn't Coach Allen maybe um, bring more than four or more pressure on Tom Brady? Now, I know uh, establish a great quarterback. If you experience, I'd always hope they would blitz because I know where to go with the football, who's going to win the one-on-one. But uh, it just seems like considering the line and and how – I mean, they were like their third guy. You had to be a little discouraged when he get more pressure on Tom Brady, considering in past games we did. You know, um, I think that's a misconception, Bobby. I, okay. I, like, I don't think I was discouraged. I mean, look, I'd love to sack Tom Brady, you know, five or six times every game. The fact of the matter is, is that he was getting rid of the ball extremely fast. Um, and when you really look at, you know, that was a dominant defensive performance. Um, you know, it was, you know, it, they'd scored three points in the first um, three quarters, you know, three, yeah. and, a half, three yeah. and a half quarters, right. you know. And so um, I don't think that was the way that, you know, I think you try to send multiple pressures, you know, at, at that quarterback, I think you're asking for trouble. And so I agree. <laughs> I feel like the way that the game was being played out um, was – was exactly the way it needed to be played from a defensive standpoint. And, and really, honestly, that's how we've played this team. Yes. Um, we've played this team rushing four and playing coverage behind it, and it's been highly effective against this team. And, and so we kind of stuck a little bit with that game plan. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, I don't know if I've ever witnessed this, and uh, good for him and uh, good for that individual, Shy Tuttle, had nine uh, total tackles. He had a half a sack along with Onyemata. He had a quarterback hurry, a pass defended. Usually it's your linebackers or a safety or a defensive back that's leading in tackles. Pete Werner had another outstanding game as far as production with total number of tackles like he did against Atlanta. But have you been around a D-tackle that all of a sudden is leading the team in tackles? Because usually they do all the dirty work and don't get credit for actually uh, takedowns or being a, a part of that. Yeah, look, there's no question. I, I thought I thought Shy played outstanding in the game. Um, you know, he's 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 a he's a player that's really continued to develop for us, and and uh, 
Um, you know, I thought he responded from, you know, maybe not quite as good a game last week against Atlanta and coming back this week. I thought he played really, really well and he was a big factor in the game. Coach, uh, only because we really – we didn't talk about his his injuries last week. Talk just about Jameis' situation uh, with the back injuries. Certainly we know he was well enough. You would never put him in a situation where he's out there and, and, and hurt. But now that you've kind of looked at the tape and kind of beyond maybe the interceptions, we, some of that was you know just down a lot of points. But just talk about kind of his health situation and then really kind of what you learned from tape of that. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, uh, he's dealing with a back injury um, and, and really dealt with it this past week. He went through, a, you know, a week of practice. Um, you know, I think we all felt like, he felt like, um, that he was able to go out there and perform. Um, and, and I don't think that was a factor really um, in the game. Um I just don't feel like that was the, that was the deciding factor in the game. I thought he was perfectly capable of going out there and playing, and and I think if you asked him, I think he'd say that that same thing. And so, um, we got to do a better job of protecting the ball. There's no question about that, um, and 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 that's really where our focus is, kind of moving forward. Now, uh, Coach Allen, looking at uh, Carolina, obviously a division opponent. And uh, a big game. We had a disappointing game last season, and we went to Carolina. Uh, but it is a new season. But the one thing I've noticed uh, about Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey, the last five-plus seasons, uh, they're still amongst the leaders, top three in the whole league, even with all the injuries. I'm looking at Christian McCaffrey, like uh, running back receptions. It's like Alvin Kamara one, Christian McCaffrey two. I'm looking at receiving yards. Kamara one, McCaffrey two. Receiving touchdowns, they right behind Kamara and McCaffrey, right behind Austin Eckler. Uh, well, how do you prepare for a running back uh, like Christian McCaffrey? Is it very similar, like maybe if you had to go against an Alvin Kamara type player? Yeah, I think you prepare for him with a lot of late nights. You know, I think uh, there's a lot that um, you know goes into trying to stop that player. Obviously, I think they've they've got some talent. You know, on the offensive side of the football, they've got, um, you know, really good receiving core. I think it's one of the stronger units on their football team. I think Christian McCaffrey is one of the better players in our league. Uh, so they present some challenges there offensively. And certainly um, McCaffrey presents a lot of problems because uh, of the matchup issues, particularly in the passing game. And so you have to account for him, whether he's, you know, coming out of the backfield on a free release or, or they're lining him up in a – in an empty formation. So uh, it, it, it certainly makes our job difficult in terms of game planning for this guy on defense. All right, got to step aside. One more block coming up with head coach Dennis Allen. We'll step aside here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear, along with head coach Dennis Allen. So at Carolina this week, but it's a unique road trip because it's London after that against Minnesota. By the way, Minnesota and Philly, both future opponents uh, on Monday Night Football tonight. So I remember in 2017, the team talking about this kind of extended trip where you, when you leave for Carolina, you're leaving. You go right from Carolina to London. It's a lot of team uh, togetherness, and it kind of you know, just has that impact. It's team togetherness and something I assume that you wanted to kind of continue because you saw what happened in 2017. Yeah, well, look, I, I think the biggest factor is is that um, I think it's a really tough trip. And so 
I think it's better to be there for the week, get acclimatized to um, the time change um, and everything that goes along with that. And so I just think that uh, is a better way to go about doing it than than trying to make that trip on a Thursday, which a lot of teams do. Well, uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, when you look at uh, us getting after the opposing quarterback, and uh, that was one thing we've been amongst the best in the NFL. And uh, I don't know, to me, I, I was somewhat disappointed. Uh, we only have one sack in two games. Now, you look at Marcus Mariota, Tom Brady, they're both veterans and different type quarterbacks. One uh, kind of can run around and one's going to stay in the pocket. But considering all the money we've had in, invested in the edge rushers, uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm kind of disappointed with that that we maybe wouldn't have taken down the opposing quarterback more. Uh, you understand what, what I'm saying is that because I, I think it's something that we have to do and considering uh, that, you know, you could get quarterback hurries, quarterback pressures, that, that all comes into play. But is that something when you've watched the film, is it like we're close or we're affecting the passer? Because, well, you know, it's kind of a catch-22 because we've stopped the run. Uh, I mean, that, that was unbelievable. If you'd have told me this stat before the game, that we would have rushed for 5.1 yards a carry and only give up 2.4, I said, well, hell yeah, we're going to win. We're going to win that game. Now, you got to look at turnovers and all that, but just to break that down. Yeah, well, look, in response to the first question about sacking the quarterback, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I want to sack the quarterback. I would say this. I would say – we're the only team in the National Football League that's been, over the last five years, top five yes. in sacking the quarterback and top five in stopping the run. And, and I don't see that changing. Um, you know, I think the quarterback sacks are going to come. That's not really a concern of mine right now. Really what we're trying to do is play good defense and win games. And, um, you know, we're, we're kind of 50-50 in that regard right now. So um, I think it's an area that we can continue to work on. Um, you know, obviously two different types of offenses that we faced in the first two weeks. Um, and, and the sack numbers haven't been there. But history would tell me that uh, I can expect that they're going to end up coming. Coach, when Marshawn went out, it was a 3-3 game. Uh, talk about Alante Taylor uh, beyond the special teams and really kind of coming into the game at a big moment and, and, and playing really the fourth quarter. Yeah, look – Obviously, you don't want him to come in under those circumstances, Correct. but yet uh, the ability of, of him to come into the game, yeah, I think he played 17 plays in the game, um, had a really nice play on our sideline, on a little out route to the tight end that you know was, was very close to being a, a catch fumble. Uh, and then a little bit later, he had a, um, uh, a pass breakup on a, on a little sprint pass to, to the defense's left. Um, and so he made a couple of really nice plays in the game. And I, I think the thing about him is that, you know, he doesn't flinch. Um, he's going to go out there and compete. He's going to go out there and challenge. And um, I, I think he I think he did a good job in those plays he played. Now, uh, Coach Allen, how important it is, uh, this is just right quick, uh, considering how the schedule unfolded, NFC South is like bam, 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 and you got to go at, at Carolina. Now, I know we want to rebound or respond. Now, last season was last season. But we have to have a better showing, obviously, in Carolina, uh, considering, um, you know, when you're looking at uh, the division race, 
and what comes about. Uh, that uh, how do you address the players like one snap and clear? Okay, disappointing loss. About uh, we got to come to play uh, against Carolina. They're 0 two. They're like a wounded animal uh, right now, and uh, we got to bring it uh, on the road. Yeah, look, the message to the team is, um, you know, when we walk out of here this afternoon, um, our focus is totally on the Carolina Panthers and going down there and, and, and trying to get a win. And so our guys understand uh, the significance of, of opening the season with three division opponents, uh, and they understand the, the, uh, the urgency to get this win this weekend. And our guys are going to prepare their tails off to get ready and, and, and go win. And I think, look, the, the reality is at the end of tonight, um, there's going to be 27 of the 32 teams in the National Football League are going to have at least one loss. And, and that's just the nature of how it is, you know, early on in the season. And then as the season goes on, teams begin to separate themselves and, and, uh, and the picture becomes a lot more clear as to, you know, who are the teams competing and who, who are not. Saints head coach Dennis Allen, best of luck in Carolina. Appreciate your time tonight, as always, Coach. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. Let's pause yep. 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. When we come back on the Saints Coaches Show, we will speak with assistant head coach Darren Rizzi, the also special teams coordinator. Stay with us here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 